Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. New guidance to help agency leaders track, measure, and reward employee performance. The Office of Personnel Management says its own research shows keeping employees continuously engaged leads to better performance. The guidance comes as agencies reevaluate how to measure and reward employee performance under the president's government reorganization executive order. The amount of rehiring going on at the Internal Revenue Service raises concerns. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration reports between January 2015 and March 2016, the IRS rehired 200 former employees with previous misconduct and performance problems. TIGDUG recommends giving hiring officials access to former employee conduct data. IRS says it's updating its policies to reflect the audit. President Trump signs legislation expanding the GI Bill. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details. What congressional supporters call the Forever GI Bill is the biggest expansion of veterans' education benefits since the post-9-11 GI Bill became law in 2008. Among other changes, the act removes a use-it-or-lose-it component that required veterans to use their college benefits within 15 years. It also extends benefits to Purple Heart recipients and the survivors of military members killed on active duty. The new law is also meant to incentivize veterans to enroll in science, technology, engineering, and math courses by giving them extra payments for studying STEM fields. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Good news for supporters of the Thrift Savings Plan Modernization Act. The Congressional Budget Office says it will not increase net spending or budget deficits. A good score from CBO means the bill can more easily head to the floor for votes. Government oversight committees in both chambers approved the bill last month. A former Secret Service agent already heading to jail for money laundering pleads guilty to stealing even more money. Sean Bridges admits to stealing nearly $400,000 in bitcoins from a digital wallet owned by the federal government. Bridges' first arrest happened when he admitted to stealing $800,000 in the cryptocurrency during his investigation of the online black market Silk Road. It may be time for government website developers to think mobile first. A new analysis from the General Services Administration's Digital Analytics Program finds 43% of traffic to government websites in June of 2017 were from smartphones or tablets. DAP says the data should be taken into account during the development and design phases. A seminal cybersecurity guidance receives an update. The National Institute of Standards and Technology responds to the call for cybersecurity to be more proactive and broad-based to the types of IT it applies to. NIST releases the fifth iteration of Special Publication 853 yesterday. The one-year effort to revise 853 includes changes to make controls more consumable by diverse groups, including mission and business operations. Among the six major updates, NIST is trying to make privacy and security controls more outcome-based. NIST is accepting comments on the draft revision through September 12th. I'm Jason Miller. Homeland Security plans to abandon a policy that gave refugee status to children from El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. A big change in immigration policy became effective yesterday. DHS terminated the parole component of the Central American Minors, or CAM, program. The Obama-era policy let parents legally in the United States apply for temporary emergency resettlement of minor, unmarried children from the three countries. DHS rescinds approvals already granted if the children haven't already arrived. I'm Tom Temin. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.